This episode is sponsored by our brand new book, The Snake and Mine Nicotine. I've co-written this book with author of Alcohol Explained, William Porter, and I combined our trusted approaches for controlling alcohol and bring these same science-backed, grace-led methods for all those who are ready to change their relationship with nicotine, vaping, smoking, chewing, whatever it is. We uncover the subconscious beliefs about smoking and vaping that keep us stuck in the same cycle. We ask thought-provoking questions and share exercises that spark clarity in your journey to kick the habit without willpower, without pain, without feeling like you're missing out in an easier way that maybe you ever thought it was possible. So if you're ready to start healing your mind and body from the effects of smoking, you can pre-order your copy today at thisnakedmindnicotine.com. Hi, this is Sandy Grace, and I'm answering readers' questions. And today I have a great question, which is how do I prevent relapse? So I actually don't like the word relapse. I think that the word itself is kind of loaded with shame and blame and stigma and really that like you have done something wrong. It is a bad thing. I don't think that word has a good like brand. I think that if somebody says I relapsed, it's a shameful admission. And actually it is interesting because the act of trying something again and then learning, no, that wasn't what I wanted. And then trying it again and learning, no, that wasn't what I wanted. It's actually called extinction. And there's an extinction process that happens and the extinction process, which means the ceasing of doing something, that process of extinction happens through trying it again. And so just at its core, and most people will tell you whether they're in like long-term recovery, that the path to long-term sobriety, living alcohol-free is often through many different points of relapse. It's often through many different times of feeling like, well, I haven't really tried it again in this situation, or, you know, it's been long enough that I think I'm really ready for this or whatever the case is. And so just in general, this path to finding where you want to be ultimately in your relationship with alcohol it's not a straight line. It comes in a very circuitous moment and it comes where we're going backwards and forwards and we're looping around on ourselves. And the reality is that it isn't as much about the relapse or the behavior of drinking again. It's about how quickly can you forgive yourself because how quickly you forgive yourself indicates how quickly you will try again to live the life you want to live without alcohol. Let me say that again. It isn't about how often you relapse or how long it's been. It's about how quickly you forgive yourself because the thing that indicates how fast this process takes for you to get where you really wanna be, whatever that means for you, is all about how many times you try. You know, I love the example and I use it all the time of a, of a computer learning to play chess. A computer learning to play chess is programmed with the rules and then they're just kind of let loose. And what the computer does is it makes a move and it's the wrong move. So it makes another move and it's the wrong move and it makes another move and it's the wrong move and it makes another move and it's the wrong move. And I could keep going and going and going. And then eventually it makes a move and it has some success. And it says, oh, I learned from that. And it makes another move and it's the wrong move and it makes another move and it's the wrong move. And then eventually it makes another move and it has some success. The computer learns to play chess by making all the wrong moves in order to learn what the right way is. You might need to learn what the right way is for you by making some more wrong moves. 
And even saying that they're wrong moves, I think is a mistake. So actually the snake in mind and in the alcohol experiment, which you haven't done yet, I highly encourage you to do and try. It's always free at alcoholexperiment.com. We don't call them relapses. We call them data points. And a data point simply means, okay, something happened and I'm going to learn from it. That's it. There's no judgment. There's no shame. There's no stigma. There's no guilt. There's nothing besides something happened. And I'm going to learn from that something that happened. End of story. And the faster that I can learn from it and forgive myself and realize that there's something for me here to learn from, because what usually happens is when we surround something, an event in our lives with shame and blame and stigma and guilt, we run away from it. We hide from it. We suppress it. We push it away. And when we do all of those things, it lives and it grows and it is never learned from and it is never solved. But we say, okay, this event, I'm not going to surround it with any of that shame. I might feel that stuff naturally. I might be disappointed in myself because, hey, I've had a hundred days and now what's, you know, I might have those natural feelings, but the faster I can navigate through those feelings and realize, no, this isn't a mistake. This is a place for me to learn. This is a place for me to say, is that what I really want? I love this example of like, a North Star is something you're going after. It's a direction you want to follow. Well, what's a South Star? Maybe the South Star is something you're not going after. And I got this from um, a Rob Bell podcast, actually. And I love it so much. It's like this idea that a South Star is a thing that you don't want. And South Stars can teach you as much, if not more, than North Stars. So the examples that you want to follow, they're great, but the times when you see something in an example or a situation in your life and you're like, I don't want to do that again, that if we allow it, if we don't hide from it and not allow ourselves to learn from it because we've, we've hit it in these cloaks of blame and shame and guilt, but we say, okay, what can I learn? It can become this South Star and we can learn more. We do learn more as evidenced by the computer playing chess from our mistakes than we learn from the things that we wouldn't classify as mistakes. And so we call them data points, not relapses. And it is all about how can I forgive myself as quickly as possible, move through whatever guilt and shame that I'm gonna naturally feel and allow that this is a point of learning. This is a point of turnaround. This is a point for me to say, okay, is this a South Star? Is that something that was good for me? Did I enjoy it? Was it fun? We're not even allowing ourselves to ask those questions when we push the whole experience away because it's become painful because it's cloaked in shame and blame. And I think the word relapse naturally has those things. So I would totally change your mindset. It's not a relapse. It's a data point. It is a place of learning. Allow it to be your South Star. Allow it to show you um, you know, allow every step in this journey to show you not only what you want, but what you don't want. And the faster you can forgive yourself, the faster you can let yourself off the hook, the quicker you will come to a place of peace in doing what you want to do, whatever that means for you in your relationship with alcohol. Here's a question I get asked often. Annie, do you think your science-backed, grace-led approach to alcohol could work for other things like nicotine? People have asked me this question for years, and the answer is a resounding yes. And finally, there's a book for that. William Porter, the author of Alcohol Explained, and I have joined forces to bring you This Naked Mind Nicotine. We've combined our proven habit-breaking systems that help thousands overcome alcohol without willpower, without pain, without missing out, to help people quit smoking and vaping the same way without the pain. So start your no-nicotine journey today by pre-ordering This Naked Mind Nicotine at thisnakedmindnicotine.com. 
And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today. Thank you.